It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, I'm Bonners. G'day, Bushy here. And this is episode 5 of the 8 for 52 podcast. And what a big one we have in front of us, Bushy. But firstly, everyone out there, you can DM us on Insta, as you know. Insta's going off. It is, it is. It's been a sensational week on Instagram. Facebook, again, as we say every week, slow. I'm just going to ignore Facebook from now on. But Insta, yeah, DM us on Insta. Uh, get us on the email as well. I mean, I mean, it's great we're going off on Instagram, but we are a podcast. So, yeah. so we do need those people on Instagram that are liking all of our stuff to jump over and have a well, listen I do on those Spotify. Little, I do those little linky things yeah. you taught me to. Well, you're, you're getting there, Mr. Social Media yeah, Manager. They're going to, well, what an exciting episode, Bushy, we've got coming up in front. We've got a very special My Story today with legend of Hong Kong cricket, Jamie Atkinson. Hey, hey, that's me. Oh, what? what are you doing here in the intro? I thought this is where I was supposed to join, isn't it? No, your interview's later on. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, mate. We might as well keep him around. Keep for the, uh, him in. Jamie uh, Atkinson with us already. Hello, that's Jamie. amazing. Welcome. Thanks for joining us, Jamie. What an honour it is for you to be with us today, mate. That's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, we'll come back to you a little in, in soon. You can jump in when you need. Bushy, first off, where are listeners are coming from? How's Bosnia going? We've got any new fans around the globe? We have no new fans from Bosnia, I don't think. But the same two listeners in Bosnia and Herzegovina are still listening. Really? Yep. Fantastic. Bosnia. Jamie, you been to Bosnia? I haven't been. I'd love to go, but I wasn't I wasn't aware they uh, had a national team. I'm not sure what, uh, what leagues uh, they have in in Europe, but it'd be good to have a few more, maybe a Hong Kong tour out there. No, well, it sounds like it's building. They've got some fans. It's a anyway, spot. We big, could all go for a tour. Big fans of Hong Kong cricket out there. Uh, just where we are today, we're on the, just before we uh, get on to where else we are around the world, we've changed our location as well. We're down at the Warren Bar. We're in Tai Hang, is it? Is it where we are? Or Edge of Causeway Bay? Taking it off. We're not in a cricket club this week. Yeah, well, which which cricket club is the uh, the Warren restaurant attached to? Oh, it's associated with one of the Saturday Div 2 teams, I'm sure. <laughs> no problem at all. Where else are we around the world, well, Bushy? I want to do one shout-out to those in the United States of America because there's listeners from all over, right. like all over the map. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Columbus, which I think's in Ohio. Yeah. Ashburn, New York, Palo Alto, San Francisco, Council Bluffs. Don't even know where that is. Yonkers. I think that's in New York. Cleveland, and the very fancy Yorba Linda. So it sounds like we are coast to coast, we're east to west, all over. And Yonkers, you just mentioned that. I'm pretty sure I used to get up early in the morning and bet on the trots at Yonkers. I think there's a trotting track there just somewhere outside of New York, Yonkers. Fancy. And Yorba Linda, I had to Google. That's in Orange County. Very fancy. Where's that, California? Yeah. Okay. Nice spot near the beach, I think. Absolutely. There you go. That's everyone listening from around the world. Jamie, you're going to go. I was just going to say, all those places you've you've mentioned. I don't know if this podcast is ever going to go on tour yourselves. Maybe get yourself out to Orange County and start doing a few podcasts from out there. We'll actually come to that a little bit later, Jamie. Let's uh, keep all the listeners involved because we've got plans. We've got plans. We do have plans. But first off in this episode, before we get to our global plans, we're going to have everything covered in the outs and ins from last week. We've got the ins and outs, of course, for this weekend, and we've got a massive weekend of cricket, Bushy. A long weekend of cricket, mind you. It is a very long weekend of cricket. Saturday, Sunday and Monday. That's fantastic. And we're going to have plenty to chat about later on in Sky Road Plaza with the Asian Games. Well, the ladies are done. The men's is coming up. The men's have had their tour in Malaysia against uh, Malaysia and PNG and just touched down in China, I understand, earlier in the week. Anyway, Bushy, let's get on with it. This is the 8 for 52 podcast with Bodders and Bushy. Let's get on with the show. And special guest, Jamie Atkinson. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Botters. 
All right, Bushy, it's the outs and ins. Here we go again. What a big weekend of cricket we had. We've got eight matches to get through today and Saturday and Sunday. Let's kick it off with Saturday Division 2, your favourite comp, Bushy. Absolutely. Tell us all about it. Uh, I'll tell you the table after you tell us the results. All right, mate. All right. Let's kick it off with Kai Tak and LSW leaders. They played out at GDB. And I assume, Jamie, you were out there to watch that one, were you? Well, I've been out there plenty of times at uh, GDB, lovely... Uh, the home of cricket in Hong Kong. Well, I mean, so when, it's, when it's stinking hot like it has been, there's not much shade, but yeah. um, it's definitely a fast-scoring ground because it slopes off, the boundaries slope off down the hill, so plenty of runs to be had usually. Indeed it does, and Kaitak and Leaders were out there last week with the leaders batted first, and they were bowled all out in 34 overs for 221. Vivek Shah with a great 55, supported by skipper Yadav with 43 off 23. Good knock by Yadav there. Pick of the bowlers for Kai Tak was a great 5 for 45 from Partha Rasathi. Kai Tak then came out and a great knock from Chris Ryan, 63 off 55. Lee Moore was 36, not out, but the others couldn't contribute enough and Kai Tak finished 9 for 180 off their 35 overs, a big win for the leaders. Up at HKCC, up the hill, the Witherers versus Hung Se. Easy win for the Witherers here. Hung Se, 7 for 170 off their 35. Not a bad effort though, Kinley Kenchup. Arthur Moy and Jonathan Tajar all getting in their 30s but not being able to kick on with it. Witherers come out and blow them away. One for 171 off 25. Ziggy 66. Aria Panjwani 54 not and Jason Louis 34. Only needed the three batters there. Bushy. Out at Cam Tim. India Club Shuraz versus the Centaurs. Nine for 189. Batting first top scorer was the coach for the in super coach actually. Usman Manj 72. He was around at KCC for a few years, Jamie, wasn't he? Yeah, it was man, yeah. yeah. Coach uh, for quite a few years there. Nice to see him get a few runs. He's a very, 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 very good coach in Hong Kong. Yeah, 72 off 62, and also Mohamed Sudas kicked in. He came in at 11 and got 34 off 16. Centaurs bowled out, 150. Kasim Mahmoud top scorer with a patient, 32 off 63. Nazi Hamed, Basnoth Manaj, Oshan Nalaminda, all in their 20s, but not good enough in the end. Home team wins it. Saracens versus USA, USRC Tigers. Got KCC, huge. Five for 212 batting first, the Saracens. It's a fantastic effort from them. 212 off their 35 overs. Young, one of the Bhutanis with a 50. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Arthur Choi, Hamza Jawad, and Hathar Ramani all got in their 30s. Good score, 212. And I think uh, last season they... Maybe struggled a little bit with some of those bigger scores, but a great way to start the season with the 212 on the board. Absolutely, but they still lost. Anyway, USOC Tigers come out and knock off the runs. Six for 213 in the 34th. Saban Muhammad, the young under-19 player with 57. Hamad Khan, 50. Great effort from the Tigers there. Gives the table bushy Saturday Div 2. Well, I was just going to say, that game was very close by the Saracens. It was only seven balls in it, but uh, the Saracens went down. The table for the Saturday Championship Div 2 is wonky. Because the Witherers win is not in there. Yeah. Uh, so bear with me. Uh, little Saiwan leaders on the top. There's no doubt about that. Two wins from two games. They're four points. Then on three points, if I'm doing the math right, HKU, uh, USRC, and the Witherers will move to three points. Then on two points, India Club. And then we get into the rest. Kai Tak, Centaurs, the Saracens, Craigenauer, Little Soan, and SCC Lancers yet to play a game. Yeah, it's starting to take shape. Saturday Div 2, big promotion on the line to Div 1. A couple of weeks, we'll know a lot more. It'll take its form. Let's move on to Saturday Div 1, where the Nomads played Lama. Nomads, last year's runners-up, expected to win this easily. 186 all out for the Nomads with Chris Crutchley, top scoring with 47. Well then, 
the Lama boys come out and after 34.4 overs, must have been some finish up there up the hill, they win it with 8 for 187, James. Well, actually, a little story about that. I was a colleague of mine at work who's associated with Lama and he said a few of his, his friends were playing in that game. And obviously to go over the line against the Nomads who've traditionally been very strong in Saturday League. Uh, I think they thought they were going to have a, an early finish on Saturday evening, but I think the Lama boys are pretty happy with the win. Oh, it's absolutely tremendous. And it must have been such an exciting finish. Justin Heathcote for the Lama, 81 off 80 balls. They were 7 for 120 at one stage in the 26th. Chasing 186 when Heathcote and Vitlani put on a 51 partnership. Vitlani contributing four in that 51 partnership. But what a great effort to stay there with Heathcote. Heathcote gets out. Zahar Dari comes in at nine and puts on 25 off 24 to get Loma home. A tremendous win for Loma. two balls to spare. Yeah, yeah. Exciting finish up there. And, um, you know, Nomads are looking at the title, right? They're one of the, I had one of the favourites. Probably Gap Ramblers and Nomads' favourites. And they go down to Lama. So I think uh, I, I have a clip to put in right about now of your tip from last week about this game. HKCC Nomads versus Lama. That one's out of PKVR Park, so they'll definitely get on there. On the, uh, on the artificial surface, Nomads will be way too strong in that one. Anyway, I can't get them all right, Bushy. I've got most of them right. I've got one wrong this weekend. I'll take that. Anyway, move on. Punjab Lions versus USRC Lions. They got on a mission road, Bushy. All good up there now. Yeah. We gave them stick, but the... Uh, no, you gave them stick. I, you gave them stick. I did not at all. You called them the B team no. that was working because Jashim's up in uh, Hangzhou. You called them the B team. I said it was a panic. I said that's unfair. Oh, there it is. The B team, whether they are the B team or not, they have got... Mission Road, Tinkwong Road Recreation Ground, up and running, and there was a Saturday Div 1 game. Ah, tremendous effort from the C team up there. No, it's Punjab, a 9 for 160 off 35. Shetty, 51 off 85. The Lions did it easy, though. 6 for 161 in the 30th. Saad Muhammad Nawaz, 79 not out. Really pretty much did it on his own up there. He led the charge, and they got home. What's the table, Bushy? Saturday right. Div 1. Here we go. Top of the table. There's two teams on three points because one win and one abandoned. USRC on net run rate are on top. Tailbait in second place now. Lama Cricket Club with that huge win. HKCC have played two at literally everybody else on the table. Uh, oh, no, they've got two points, sorry, from two abandoned. There's no more wins on the table, I should say. Charlie Bears, two points from two abandoned. And the rest all abandoned. Craig and our India Club. The two KCC teams, Pakistan Association, Little Saiwan, HKCC second team, and the Punjab Lions. Uh, those two teams at the end both have a loss for ja- their zero points. Jamie, before the season started, uh, Bushy and I were saying Gap Ramblers and Nomads are probably favour being a KCC legend. How do so, I get dragged into that? Well, I'm just telling them what you said. What do you um, What do you think of the Tartars and the Crusaders' chance this year out of uh, KCC? Well, I definitely think uh, Tartars are going to be ra- there or thereabouts. Um, they've got a very strong squad again, again haven't lost uh, too many players. I know Crusaders had had a, a difficult season a couple of years ago, but they've definitely brought in some reinforcements there as well. So I'm sure they'll be uh, confident of their uh, their matches this year. But I definitely think it'll be a KCC side up near the top. All right, we'll cover one of them in ins and outs. We know Crusaders have got a game this year. Let's uh, This weekend, sorry. Let's move on to Sunday Division 2. The Lions versus the Dragons at Mission Road. Again, on at Mission Road, no problem. Lions bat first and put on a massive 335 all out of 48. Hassan Jutt opening with 61. Rajiv Kumar, Divrakaran, 92 of 72. Very unlucky not to ton up up there at Mission Road. So 335 they put on Bushy. Mm. Dragons turn to bat. 
And I'll tell you what, they didn't win, but they're far from disgrace. They were eight for 264 off their 50 over, so a really good effort. Not winning, but seriously. That Dragons team has uh, learned to bat. Yeah, I know. They're Second a, week in a row. It's just it's, it's tremendous effort from the boys. We know how much they love it, and they are getting you know could get close to, to winning in the not-too-distant future. Yeah. Jason Louis 53. It was a good weekend with for the bat for him, scoring runs on both Saturday and Sunday. Uh, a few others chipped in with 30-odd, but it wasn't enough to get him home. And again, Hassan Jutt did it with the bat, did it with the ball, 4 for 49, so a great game for him. Man, the Dragons might cause uh, a few, a bit of disruption in the season as the uh, year goes on. You want the table? No, no, we still want another game. Okay, go yeah. on. You think 335 was big by the this one? <laughs> Wanderers. Wanderers against the LSW Knights. Mind you, LSW Knights finished second last year, nearly promoted. Wanderers, 8 for 407. Thank you very much. Ben Zanol, opening, scored 122 off 99. 102 opening partnership with Ivan Zandziel, who scored 65 off 61. 35s and, or 30s and 40s to Keynes, Mongstein and to Captain Ingram. Takes them to 407, including 25 penalty runs, Jane. What's that, what was that like? 25? It's five overs? That sounds like a long day in the field. And where, where was that one? At? Well, uh, up, up the hill, I think, was it? I presume it was. Yeah, up the hill at HKCC. So they're probably fishing balls out of the you know, out of the snake area there. Out of the jungle. I don't know. It might have been the short boundary of Ingram's got a few runs there as well. So yeah. he's got a few sixes there, I saw. <laughs> he did. He got in the 30s, 40s there somewhere. So he did uh, He did very well. So 407 leaders, you know, pretty confident, I suppose, at the changeover, chasing that down. Anyway, 135 all out. Uh, Sheehan, the only score of note with 39. And Tom Hicks, pick of the bowlers, four for 53. You read his book? Haven't read it yet. No, Zen. Yep. Have you read it? No, I haven't. I haven't. Well, here it's a great read. Yep. So, anyone out there, Tom Hicks's book, great read. Table Bushy. Okay, Wanderers with that huge win, top of the table, but that's only because they've played two and won two. Their net run rate's 4.72. In second place is the Infidels from KCC. They had one game washed out, so they've had one win and an extra point, three points. Their net run rate's still higher after that massive win last weekend, 5.2. And also on three points is the other HKCC team. It's the Optimist, three points with the net run rates uh, hovering just under one. And then we get into the two points for Sri Lanka Club, one win, one loss. And the Dragons played three, lost three, but they're gonna. I think they're going to cause some disruptions this season. And on the bottom, because they've only played one game and lost one game, is Diasqua Little Saiwan. Yeah, they'll come back. A really important comp, this one, as we say, Sunday Division 2. We've got to finish in the top two, made the grand final, then it's sudden death, and the winner of that is promoted. So, uh, fantastic to have some cricket after weeks with no cricket. Bushy, that is this week's outs and ins. It's time for my story. Where the elites of cricket in Hong Kong tell us their story. All right, time for another big my story with a legend of Hong Kong cricket, Jamie Atkinson. Jamie, welcome. Thanks very much for having me. My absolute pleasure. Um, listen, what we do, I mean, everyone knows Jamie Atkinson as the cricketer now and the cricketer over the last few years, but you know, that's, that's important and we'll get to that, right? But let's go back a little bit in time. Where did it all start for Jamie? Oh, pretty much uh, as soon as I was born, I knew that I was going to be um, playing some cricket. My, my dad played cricket for a long time. He had three brothers. They all played cricket. Uh, my granddad was an umpire, so I didn't really have many options. It was going to be cricket and that was it. But uh, I mean, I was always encouraged to play plenty of sport uh, growing up, but 
cricket's always been the number one. Um, my dad would spend hours at KCC um, giving me throwdowns using the bowling machine uh, growing up and then from there just kept playing. What's your first memories of KCC as a young fella? Uh, I was actually, I remember they were, I was at KCC again with my, with my old man who's uh, giving me some, uh, I was actually on the bowling machine and I was too little to, um, to have a thigh pad. So I was like, well, and, he was, and he was cranking up the bowling machine. So he's like, basically I went up to the, the KCC change room, Nick, Nicked one of the towels, made it, made that into a thigh pad, and then managed to then get hit on the, the inner thigh pad. So I had a nice uh, where there was no pad, so I had a nice bruise for the next two weeks. So that was a <laughs> bit of an introduction to uh, hardball cricket. So you went back again? Absolutely, you couldn't get enough of it. Beautiful. So Jamie, you were born here in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, I was so born here. Yeah, grew up the entire time here in Hong Kong. Where did you go to school? Uh, so uh, my parents uh, moved out to Hong Kong as teachers. They're in ESF, and then I. Uh, went to an ESF school, so I went to uh, Quarry Bay, uh, not far from where we are right now. So I had the six years at Quarry Bay, and then moved on to South Island School, just which is just close to Ocean Park. Was there any cricket at uh, the ESF school back then, or did you have to go off and? Was there school cricket? There, there was I mean, in in primary school. There was always the, the, the competitions are still going at Kings Park, I believe, where we have the. Uh, it's like those orange wind ball competitions. They're still going on yep. there. We played in those, and there was actually quite a big push from. Uh, CHK, I believe they're still, if the league's still going on, the Playground League, where they introduced it to a lot of the local Chinese schools, we played in that as well. And then in uh, secondary school as well, we had, the, we had a league every year, all the way through for the six, seven years. How did you guys there? Uh, yeah. we, we won once, got a few runs, um, but there was a lot of, lot of strong schools then. Um, a, a lot of the players that are playing now, you had Nazaka, you had Baba, you had Azars all playing. Uh, growing up as kids at school, so there was some pretty uh, strong competition. So you played against those guys while you were at school, yeah? Yeah. Wow. Now, outside of your dad, you know, putting a towel down your pants and smashing you with the hard ball, who were some of your earliest coaches you remember, either from KCC or around the Hong Kong cricket? Um, there was a coach called Lal Jai Singer who was a very big part of uh, my development as a cricketer and a lot of, lot of players who are currently in the national setup. He was the age group coach. He took us all the way through from under 13 to under 19. Uh, we actually used to have a team in the Saturday League. The Hong Kong under-19s used to play as an independent team in the Saturday Leagues, which he, he ran, and now he's, he's out in um, Melbourne, lives in Melbourne now, and he runs a very successful cricket school out there. Oh, right, down in Australia. Absolutely. Sunny, sunny Melbourne. Sunny, sunny Melbourne. So, yeah, as far as your development is concerned, KCC is a young bloke. You just touched on those uh, younger years coming up through the ranks of the, the Hong Kong, the age group cricket. You worked your way into the under-19s team, and if I'm correct, the only... Hong Kong team ever to make the actual under-19s was in 2010 and you were part of that team, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was captain of that team. Uh, we had, a, again, a very strong team in that under-19s World Cup. Again, players that are still playing. You had uh, Nazaka, you had uh, Azaz, uh, Mark Chapman, who's now playing for New Zealand. He was in the team as well. We made our way through the global qualifiers and then into the, the main event, which was fantastic, playing against uh, obviously the Test Nations and a lot of players um, who are currently playing now in that you had the England had Ben Stokes as England captain they had uh, um, Joss Butler uh, Mitch Marsh was the Australia captain um, so there's some fairly big names who are playing in that tournament so looking at the scorecard there was a young guy called Joe Root who uh, who was not out at the end of the game against Hong Kong yeah he, he batted all right in that game it was a, he, I think he might have got about 70 80 not out uh, didn't give us any chances at all and uh, you can see straight away he's going to be a pretty what decent player what happened to him well, he, he, he's he, Still plays a bit of cricket over time, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Win a couple of ashes or whatever. Yeah, there you are. That's tremendous. But that was the 19s, right? And then into the national team. So how, how old were you when you debuted for 
the national team? So I was uh, 16 when I uh, debuted for the national team. It was back, we used to have a, a three-day competition that we played in Asian, three-day competition. It would be uh, ourselves, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, Nepal, and UAE. Um, so I got my chances in that uh, team under Robin Singh was the coach oh, of right. that, yeah, that yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, and who's been back uh, to Hong Kong a few times, either as an opposing coach. We played against him a few times as the USA and UAE coach, but he's also been back in the, the T20 Blitz as well. He was um, he was mixed up with City Kaitak, if I remember, during the um, during the Blitz phase. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, so I actually played one of the tournaments uh, as him as coach as uh, obviously, been about ten year difference between when I first played for him, so it was yeah. uh, it was nice to have him as a coach again. How was the blitz? I mean, it was a fantastic experience. I mean, to get all of those big names that came in to play. I mean, you, you get the opportunity to play against international cricketers, Test cricketers, and you obviously learn a lot from them. Um, and at the two three years that it was on, um, it was it was a good global audience as well that watched those games. And uh, again, like I say, say it again, it was just a fantastic experience. Do you think it's a shame it's still not around today? I mean, it'd be, it would be great to uh, try and get something like that started up again. I know there's a lot of international leagues going on around the world at the moment. And in terms of an international calendar, it's quite hard to fit extra leagues in. Um, but I know a lot of the, uh, the players in Hong Kong would love that chance to play in the Blitz again. As we heard from Anch last week, Hong Kong started this concept. And now it's all sort of got away from us. We need to get it back, I reckon. But anyway, that's just my two cents worth. No, I agree with you 100%. Imagine how good our podcast will be. It's good now. It'll be great then. Anyway, uh, be too busy commentating it. Yeah, exactly. Debuted at 16, went on to skip of the side, yeah, the national team. How old were you then and how did you find out about that? Um, I, mean, I did listen to the uh, the podcast uh, last week with Anshaman and it wasn't quite as good a story as what he had. <laughs> Uh, to share about how he just, just tapped on the yeah, shoulder and told you, yeah, it? Um, but it was uh, actually a coach uh, called Charlie Burke. We all know uh, very well. He's a very Burke. successful coach of um, Hong Kong. Uh, so I was 21 at the time. Uh, I'd gone on a couple of tours with him, uh, and he asked me to be captain uh, at, at 21. And I did the job for all. It'd been about four to five years. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Had some fantastic tournaments we played in. Had a really good squad we uh, back then as well. Right. Um, a great experience altogether. So Berkey and yourself, a captain coach, going into Hong Kong's first ever T20 World Cup in Bangladesh, is that right? Absolutely, yeah. So that was 2014 in, uh, in Bangladesh. It was pretty exciting uh, on the telly, all those big games. You had huge crowds coming in in Bangladesh as well. Obviously, the, uh, the highlight being to play against the host nation, uh, where we managed to get a decent result. In that, in that game. What do you mean uh, by decent result? How uh, decent yeah. was it? I mean, it was to begin with, we'd, we'd lost our first uh, two games to uh, Nepal and Afghanistan. So you can say the, uh, the spirits weren't too high at the time, but I mean, I think what worked well for us in the end is that we'd already been knocked out. We just had nothing to lose. We thought this, this might be our last chance to play on a big stage in the World Cup. You never know if you're going to qualify again. Uh, and then went out at a fantastic... Um, uh, effort in the field to keep them to down to it was about 110 on a pretty decent batting wicket um, and managed to so restrict them and then managed to knock them off pretty convincingly I think it was in the end uh, you didn't contribute many with the bat I see coming in at number three but oh. you were skipping the side which is fantastic so you can take credit for that well, there might have been a, an LBW to a left arm spinner in there but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, 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 I couldn't I, I mean uh, sometimes I, people send me that clip every so often just to remind me of it but uh, I do recall it looked like I was going down yeah, I mean, if, yeah. if it had been uh, DRS I probably would have uh, probably would have called for it and I think it was missing leg and maybe off as well Sheroy Vasher would have given it I assure you <laughs> right. 
Um, anyway, Irfan Ahmed got runs, 34. Muna Dar, 36 off 27, got the team home. And he must have been 39-40 back then. Oh, he's, still, he's still still playing now. Yeah. He's still a dangerous batter. You see when Munir comes into bat, you think, oh, God, what's going to happen here? I mean, yeah. still hitting them really well. Still a in, uh, fantastic athlete as well. You see him around the field in a cover, back with points, sweeping round, run outs. And he can, he's definitely put a, a few balls over the, the KCC clock. He quite likes it over mid-wicket as well. Uh, he's uh, still a tremendous cricketer to this day and T20, so that was probably... But would that be the highlight of your career so far, playing for Hong Kong, or is there something else you could share with us as well? I mean, there was... Uh, I mean, obviously, going to the World Cup uh, was the, was one of the best. We did 2014 and 2016. We went to the, the World Cup. There was, uh, I suppose, it's almost uh, sort of a highlight and sort of a, a missed opportunity, I suppose you could say. It was the, uh, the 2014 50-over uh, World Cup qualifier. Uh, which was in New Zealand. Again, we had similar squad to what we take into Bangladesh. Um, and we, managed, we finished third there. And it's the top two who actually went to the main 50-over World Cup, which would have been, uh, so Scotland and UAE. Uh, Scotland actually went through on net run rate. So, oh, I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic experience being uh, playing in New Zealand. Uh, we, it was where the tournament was. We played in Queenstown. Probably the, the highlight of my career in terms of the best ground I've ever played at. Right. I think a few of the boys still talk about that now, but... Um, again, that was a fantastic tour to play in. It was a long tour. We were there for about sort of four to six weeks. Played some fantastic cricket, but say it's a highlight, but also a bit of a missed opportunity not to uh, quite go over the line as well. Well, if the highlight of your cricket's a game in Queenstown, you mustn't have ever played in Australia. Is that right? Not, I played a few of the outgrounds in Australia. I never played at uh, the, the test grounds. Right. No, 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 the SCG. I walked around the MCG and the SCG, but only watched, never played. You know, missed opportunities, part of everyone's career. I mean, that, that happens. That's in the past. Let's not focus on the past now. Let's have a look out to the future. We've got the T20 World Cup qualifiers coming up very, very soon. And the prize there, two spots available going through to a World Cup in uh, the USA and West Indies. Yeah, that'd be a pretty nice uh, tournament to go to, isn't it? USA and West Indies. Big opportunity for Hong Kong. There's no pressure, but uh, like Bots and I desperately need... Hong Kong to qualify for that one, so we can I've go. I've effectively got the tickets lined up. Yeah, exactly. Just need, just need the team to get in. I mean, in terms of uh, competitions that Hong Kong have traditionally done well in, I mean, T20 is the format that we have done the best in. Um, got a pretty well-balanced side, so, I mean, it's a huge opportunity. It's going to be tough uh, there, of course, because uh, you have strong sides like UAE, Nepal and Oman, who uh, were the top three sides at the... Uh, the 50-over tournament back uh, last year in Nepal. Jamie, it's going to be one of these cutthroat tournaments. It's not a round-robin. I mean, it's eight teams. You're not playing seven games. It's Group B, which is Hong Kong's group, is UAE, Bahrain, Hong Kong, and a qualifier, probably a Kuwait or a, a Qatar. Uh, finish top two, go to a semi. Win the semi, you're in the World Cup. Lose the semi, you're not. It'll all come down to, to one game, assuming we can make the semis. And I think that's the pretty much the lifestyle of an associate cricketer. It's so cutthroat. Uh, you lose one game and then suddenly, for example, you lose all your funding if you if you've played some of the World Cup qualifiers. It, you get a, but then then you get you win that one game, it go either way, and you get yourself off to a World Cup in USA in the West Indies. So there's a bit of a big opportunity it's there. So. Brutal with a massive upside. Just I'm just nervous every time we talk about it. And like get goosebumps. I'm like, oh, we we've got to get into that final. Must get into that final. Can't wait for it. It's going to be in Nepal. Um, are you available for that tournament? Do you know have you made your availability or otherwise? I've made myself available for the tournament. I uh, haven't heard anything uh, from that. Um, I hope to meet the the Hong Kong coach. I know they're away in uh, 
the Asian Games at the moment, so it'd be good to meet. I haven't met him yet, so it'd be good to have a sit down and chat with him about any potential availability that I'd have moving forward as well. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, aren't we having a sit down and chat with that man sometime soon? Probably in a couple of podcasts. That uh, could very well happen. Could very well happen. Just a um, little uh, sneak peek there. Anyway, carry on. Do we get to talk to him before Jamie or after Jamie? Yes or yes. Yes, we okay. Yet. Carry on. You mentioned before, I think, you went to South Island School. You now teach at South Island School? Yeah, back there teaching. So I uh, went to school there. Back there teaching now. There's, uh, most of the teachers have moved on. Uh, one or two left um, who, who were there when I was there. But, I mean, it's a fantastic school. I uh, love working there. Um, great sport as well. I'm a PE teacher there, so I love being involved with the sport there. Helping out with the, the school cricket team as well, trying to bring back some glory to South Island with, Wonderful. with the school comp. So um, that, that'll be again this year as well. So you followed in the father's footsteps as far as cricket is concerned. Yeah. You followed in the mother's and father's footsteps as far as the teaching professional life is concerned. Yeah? How, so how many years have you been there in total now? I said, oh, so say you've been there about seven years, but about 13, 12, 13 years, I'd say. Oh, you get to get an early long service leave because you did seven years as a student. Well, I have to I have to speak to ESF and see what <laughs> to see what they say. Hundred percent, yeah. You love it over there. You're not going anywhere. No, that's um, absolutely wonderful. But that, that touches on obviously your professional commitments impact at times your availability to play for nationals. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, again, I, I'm a full time teacher. So in the past, when I've I've been at, like I said, I've been at South Island for six years. School have been uh, very supportive of when I have asked uh, for time off to represent Hong Kong. Um, I, obviously, I can't go on the uh, the really long tours that yep. sometimes uh, the team go on just because I can't get that that time off. Uh, I suppose you also as a teacher as well, you have quite uh, long breaks as well. So if you're adding time on as well, uh, where you're out of school when lessons are on, um, it, it can be quite difficult. But again, like I said, I hope to be available for, for tours that are coming up. Well, good luck, mate. We do hope you're selected at the H52 podcast. You can be guaranteed of that. Just focusing on club cricket from now. KCC. Big season in front, Sunday League, and later on in the season, Premier League. Um, how do you think things are placed down at Cowland Cricket Club? I think we've got a, a strong squad again. Um, we haven't lost too many players. I know we lost uh, Simo to a, going to be out for a long uh, long time with a knee injury, um, but we've managed to hold on to, to most of the players that have brought us a lot of success um, over the last at least five to six seasons anyway. Simo out for the season. Um, Daniel come across from... The infidels into the Templars. Yes, uh, Daniel's come into the the Templars again, adding that extra batting strength. Um, you st- we've still got a very strong bowling lineup. Um, you've got uh, Jay Davidson, who's uh, done really well uh, ever since he's joined KCC. You've got the the main man Dan Pascoe, still uh, taking loads and loads of wickets and being the. I saw the Dan. Order. You know the day that we I, I I did that interview with Michael Vaughan. Yep. It's a Friday, and. For the half hour and also a bit into it, while Michael Vaughan was there with all the kids, there is Dan just running, 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 running. The man's a superman because he just turned 40, right? So he's all set to go. I love commentating and just watching him bowl. It's just so exciting. And you guys have got a game this weekend, right? The Templars? Yeah. Uh, We're playing uh, the Vagabonds uh, this weekend. So season opener. We're hoping it's third time lucky. We've had two games... uh, that have succumbed to the weather already this season and uh, so itching to get started in the in the campaign and hopefully um, get a win I know they've just come up from Div 2 but they did have a good season uh, last year so they'll be full of confidence uh, when they come and play against us so again tough game to start the season with we'll yeah. have a good chat about that in uh, ins and outs ins coming and outs. up very shortly absolutely yeah you can't underestimate the Vagabonds I know you said they've just come up but they are on, on paper 
You know, they look pretty strong. I'd expect them to cause some upsets during the course of the year. What about the Premier League later in the year, Jamie? Again, uh, I think the Premier League is a great competition. Uh, we have those five strong teams in there. Um, we uh, managed to win the T20 comp last year. Uh, disappointing, I, I say, to, by our standards, disappointing campaign in the 50 overs to not get to at least the um, the final. We missed out on the final there, but we also got the, the win in the two-day game. So, again, pretty happy with our, our efforts last year, getting two out of the three uh, titles, but hopefully try and push for, for all three of them uh, this season. Mentioned uh, we've had on the podcast earlier this season, we've had Nazakat on, we had Angie last week who you touched on. We look at that Scorpions team up there, up the hill, and we look at the Premier League team and uh, it looks very strong on paper. Yeah, I, th I think obviously any any team that's going to bring Anshi back into the fold is definitely going to help their, their batting lineup. They've uh, again got a strong batting lineup. You've got uh, people like Martin Kutzia as well up there, and then uh, Kinshia and Ninad, who have always been very good performers for them as well. Um, again, we love competing against them. There's always that, that nice little rivalry you have there between KCC and HKCC, and we'll be uh, hoping to make sure we uh, both the Templars and uh, the Premier League sides get over the line against them. Jamie, we wish you all the very best with your club cricket, with your potential national selection, also with your family and your professional career. And it's been an absolute pleasure for you to join with us here today on the 8 to 52 podcast, Jamie. So thank you so much, mate. Thanks so much for having me. And Jamie, stick around. We're just going to do the ins and outs very shortly. He's going to give us some tips for this weekend. Well, I thought I was the tipper. You're fired after the llama one. All right, thanks very much. That'll do for my story. It's time for ins and outs with all the weekend senior games covered. Huge weekend in cricket, Bots. What have we got? We'll start with Saturday, I guess. We will start with Saturday, but first off, we've got a long weekend of cricket. So we've got Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Is Saturday playing on Sunday or Monday? We'll figure that out in a minute. Right, go through go it. On. Kick off with Saturday, Div 2. Two games on Saturday. Saracens, Thunder. They're out of GDB. They're not at KCC this weekend. Uh, Saracens Thunder. I think I think Thunder will win that one. Saracens got a lot of runs next last week, but I think Thunder will get enough. Then oh, there we go. Saturday Div Two's on Monday. Laguna versus the Lancers out of PKVR. I think Laguna can win this one. Get in their first win of the season. Saturday Div One. Three games. They're all on Saturday. Nothing on Monday. The LSW Sky Warriors and Craig and Gower Jing Sung both looking. To get on the field for the first time this season, they're at Mission Road. Jing Sung for me in that one, Bushy. What do you think? Well, look, my story man is still here, Jamie Atkinson, who will have far better knowledge of Saturday than I do. Sky Warriors versus Craig and Gower, Jing Sung, Jamie. So are we going to look, uh, look back at this segment next week? Are going to put any stats in for next week? If I call a game, are you going to say, oh, you got two yeah. out of five wrong? Yeah, pretty much. Well, we'll do that. We'll probably do it at the end of the <laughs> yeah. season uh, as well. We'll, we'll just constantly do it, do it. Each week, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, who you so, I'm going to go for a narrow win for, for CCC. Okay, I'm with, I'm with them as well, yeah. Up the hill, it's the Gap Ramblers being visited by the giant killers of Lama. Now, can they beat the other HKCC side, Abushi? What do you think? Look, I'm just sitting here in your little restaurant you picked in Taihang listening to the generator that's in the background, the, mo the motorbike, and now what seems to be a drill going through a wall. Um, Not relevant to my question. Yeah, exactly. Gap I, Ramblers versus uh, Lama. Uh, Lama. You get a tip, Lama. Go back to back against the HKCC Lama. boys. Lama's going large. Jamie, I'm going to go with Bushy as well on that one. Going to go for go for the double. Two, two, two to the two. Upper HKCC. That'll be 
good, great start to the season for them. Hey, if you want to get there early, if you want to get a seat, there'll be yeah, plenty. We're not, we're not looping this tip no, we, throughout the season. There'll be plenty up there supporting that. Well, for mine, Lightning won't strike twice. I reckon Gabriel Gab Ramblers will that smash one, that them one up there. That one will keep in the uh, yeah. archive. Gab Ramblers will smash them. Also on Saturday, the PACC Rising Stars versus the KCC Crusaders. The KCC should be a highly competitive game. This one, Crusaders, no Roy Lampson. He's off with the over 40s in Karachi. No Tobias Hogg either, who's getting married. So uh, they're down two of their top three batters. What do you think, Bushy? Pakistan I, or Crusaders? Well, you know my default. No, I know. You're a Pakistan supporter, so you're going to tip the Rising Stars. There's no doubt about it, Jamie. I'm going to go for the Crusaders to the start of the season. I know it's a big big loss uh, not having uh, Roy and Tobias there. And uh, I've seen Roy doing really well uh, in, in that tournament in Pakistan as well. I'm not too sure about the, the kit design that they've had out there. But Very interesting kit, isn't it? I mean, it's must be quite a bit off... Uh, off body for the opponents seeing, seeing that out, but they've been doing really well. Very successful. But is it blue? Yeah. Yeah. It's a shade keep, of... They keep playing a what? team in red, and I'm like, oh, oh, Hong Kong's not doing very well, and that's the opposition. Yeah. Oh, well, I think the Crusaders will get up as well. I think they'll get over the top of the Rising Stars. So uh, that's it for Saturday Div 1. On to Sunday Div 2. Two games Sunday, one game on Monday. And this comp started to heat up a little bit now as we covered in outs and ins. LSW Knights and the Dragons at Mission Road. Knights looking to bounce back from that massive loss last week. Bushy, who's going to win this one? Like I said, Dragons could... They're they're disruptors this season in Div 2. And it's at Ting Kwong Road. Um, Little so on. Okay. The Knights for Bushy. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go for the Dragons. I think they've got a few... Had a few decent uh, scores this season. I reckon they get a few runs on the board at at Mission Road. Um, There's a chance they might win that one. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see the Dragons win this one. I don't think they will. I'll go with the Knights. Then we've got the HKCC Optimus playing the Lions out at PKVR. Now, the Optimus have been made to work very hard to beat the Dragons, and PKVR can be a bit, a bit of a leveller. What do you reckon? Optimus or Lions out there? Sri Lanka Lions. What do you reckon? Uh, Optimist. Optimist. Jamie? I'm only joining your Optimist as well. I'm the other way. I reckon off their massive score last week, Sri Lanka Lions are going with confidence. I think PKVR can be a great leveller, so I'm going to tip the Lions in this one. Okay. Then we go to Monday. Monday's going to be huge. Uh, KCC home game. Up the hill? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Wanderers Infidels, up the hill. Unfortunately. Early days, yes, but they're one Monday, and two on the table, right? Monday there's a function, a charity function on at KCC, so can't play a game there, so... The Infidels playing a home game against the Wanderers on their home ground. That's ugly. All right. Wanderers, Infidels up there. No Mo Khan. He's away for Asia Games duties. Uh, what are your thoughts, Bushy? Mm, yeah, this is a very tough one. Uh, like, like you said with the Infidels last time they played, where they all got to start. If, they all, if a couple of them go on with it, Infidels. If the Wanderers manage to keep it at 20s and 30s, Wanderers. Jamie? Well, I know, I know you're missing uh, Mo Khan and uh, Niaz as well will be away, but there's a certain bowler in the Infidels who's got a fairly decent record at HKCC, Atik Iqbal, and I think he's going to be in the wickets again, and I'm going to tip the Infidels to win that one. I'm going to tip the Infidels as well, and for similar reason to what you said, said Bushy, the six of the top seven got themselves out last week after getting stars. That will not happen again. A couple of them minimum will go on and get runs, and I think that's probably enough to get over the Wanderers. But it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be a great game. I'm really looking forward to that one. On to Div 1. Exciting. Yeah, Templars versus Vagabonds. Vagabonds making their debut. It's a KCC Sunday. Are you calling that, Bushy? Absolutely, I will be calling that one. Who are you tipping? Uh, I'm tipping the Templars. Templars? Yep. Any reason? Because they're going to win. Because they'll win. Right, yep. Jamie? Uh- 
But the Templars are going to win. Jamie, as a Templar, who are you tipping? Templars, Vagabonds? Well, I hope the Templars win. Um, I hope the Vagabonds have a terrible, terrible game. I hope they score no runs and don't take any wickets. So um, you, um, you, I'm going to tip us to, to win that game. Hopefully start off the season uh, with a win. You keeping on Sunday? Uh, we've got Chris Carter's going to be uh, playing on uh, Sunday, uh, so he's not, nice. not flying. Okay. So they will be uh, keeping on Sunday. Excellent, excellent. Oh, that's great news, great no, news. Strong, strong side looking for the, this weekend, is it? You got any tip? Can you give us any sneak preview? I mean, I mean, you, you know that obviously Barber's a big part of the batting lineup. Yeah. He's not here. Azar he's got, he's going to be uh, Azar's uh, is injured at the moment, but he'll be okay. He he'll be, I mean, he'll be okay. He'll be okay to, to bat, um, but he's not going to be fit to bowl. Okay. So that's um, obviously going to be a miss there. But hopefully, we've got a enough a strong enough bowling attack to to restrict them on sun, on Sunday. Well, I think the vagabonds have got it in them to cause some upsets out. of you know, during the course of this season, and it won't be this Sunday, Templars will win. Um, up at HKCC, it's LSW uh, versus the Scorpions. Scorpions will be under strength. I mean, we know how strong they are on paper. Bushy, what do you think? Scorpions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call Scorpions in that, that first one as well. Yeah, I'll go Scorpions as well. I mean, Isan's out of LSW. You've got some dropouts for Scorpions, of course, but I think they'll have way too much up there for them but well, I just think it's absolutely tremendous long weekend we've got 11 games in front of us that's the ins and outs for this week which will become the outs and ins for this week Bushy next week sorry there's a div one game on Monday what do we got what do we got on Monday USRC oh, the other versus... USRC there we go and we had a double up on Against USRC the there USRC thank, elite thank versus thank I'm in the podcast yeah, I remember the pack elite well, it's your team isn't it PACC elite they're playing at Mission Road of course on Monday with the early start at 9.20 uh, Bushy, who for you in this one? Well, Yasim and Esam will... Um, Zishan. Zishan will be playing, right? Yeah. Because they're not in Hangzhou. If they're fit, they'll be playing. Yeah, yeah. and then... Yeah, and it's the top uh, USRC team, Elite. That's going to be a great game. Yeah, I reckon I'm we'll. upset I'm not calling that one, to be honest. Why aren't you? Get the cameras uh, up there and call it. No, don't be invited. Well, fair enough. The invite's always out there. Anyone wants me to come call a game of cricket, I'll come. Bushy but anyway, does, Bushy does nothing on a public holiday. He'd like to call the cricket, Ron. Well, I believe the under 15s are playing. Who's your tip? USRC oh, or PHC? Um, they're going to hate me, but I'm going to say USRC. Oh, it's not <laughs> sacrilege. <laughs> controversial. Absolutely. <laughs> Jamie, your thoughts? Uh, I'd say for I'm going to go with uh, PACC. For that one, um, I believe uh, Yasin is fit. Uh, they've also got a very strong uh, performer in Tanvir Afsal, who's going who's to be playing as well. Um, USRC will be missing um, Akbar Khan, who got a lot of runs for them. He was player last of the year, year last year. Um, and, he, and he's out at the Asian Games. So yeah. I know he'll be a big loss. Uh, so I'm going to go for, for PACC on, in that game. Yeah, I'm gonna actually, go. actually, I'm going to go back because I just forgot about how many players are no, in that so, so Gaz is out as well, right? Gaz is out. Yes, yeah. so I see. Yeah. Akbar's out. Anas Khan. Yeah, he's yeah. he's in that same zone. Okay. I didn't want to jinx Pakistan Association, okay? Bushy, you're with USRC. No, no, no. I've Jamie and I, who actually understand I've, cricket. Pakistan Association cricket. Jamie and I, who actually understand cricket. We're with PACC. I edit this podcast, That's so it. I'm just going to delete Pakistan Association will win on Monday. Aeroplane means it's time for Sky Plaza Road. The big internationals, Bushy, the men's and the women's, yeah? Yep. Kick it off with the men's. Just finished up that pre-tour in Malaysia. Um, we covered the first two games last week and 
said the first game was quite disappointing, mate, but it was a good improvement into the second game and there's been two more before it was wrapped up and really pleased to say the improvement continued leading into the Asia Games. You'd agree with that? Yep. Papua New Guinea, very strong in that competition and we pushed them. I think it was the fourth game, right? Yeah, it was. Really pushed them. No, they're always strong. Look, another two games, another two losses, but really encouraging signs and Bubba was the top scorer for the tournament, but... uh, what about Shiv Matter, mate? He was the second highest run scorer for Hong Kong. Just tremendous. Yeah? yeah, not bad. Just comes into the team, 15 years old. Absolutely smashes it. And after the competition, I actually sent him a little uh, DM on Instagram. Stalker. It's not a stalker. I was congratulating. I said, you played amazing. Well done, legend. Stalker. And he said, thank you with two prayer hands. As he would, because he's a lovely, lovely young man. I mean, it was only... Obviously, he's part of the under-19 squad for the big tournament coming up... Uh, it was only those under-19 ICC World Cup qualifiers, Div 2. He wasn't even able to play because he was only 14 at the time, and that wasn't 12 months ago. It was just unbelievable. Absolute legend and then to he, come. Yeah, and then he came through into the Div 1 tournament, and he was the second-highest run scorer there for Hong Kong in, in the UAE. So, And now he's just gone to this Asian Games tournament. He's made his T20 international debut. It's just tremendous the to watch. The exuberance of the youth. It's fantastic to watch. No, he was there, no stress. He's yeah. just like, he had the gloves well, on the Well, they the gloves in the first game, Exactly. Right? Yeah. He's like, nope, that's all right. I've got it covered. So Bubba and Shiv did it with the bat. Then Nazrullah, well, he comes out and gets six for Takes the best figures ever for Hong Kong in a T20 International. The games I watched of uh, Nazrullah were absolute shockers. And then he comes out last game and absolutely smashes it. Well, we said that, didn't we? we? We had to cut all the fast bowlers some slack because of the weather we've had here and the lack of practice. It was always going to take a few a few settlers to get him going, and that proved the case. And Najrullah now in the zone going into the Asian Games. Fantastic six for... Speaking of the Asian Games, in a group of three with Cambodia and Japan, top that group, and we go into the quarters against the big dogs. Yep, and that starts this Friday, the day the podcast comes out. We won't have the results this week. We'll have them next week. Who are we playing on Friday? Yeah, Cambodia, September 29, and then Japan, Sunday, October 1. So, uh, look, great opportunity there. Knock off both of them. and They're both live on the, the Cricket HK Facebook page, I think, like the women's competition as well, if you want to tune in. Of course, on the Sunday, just mix it up. Occasionally, come and watch the game I'm commentating at KCC, and then switch back to Facebook, YouTube, Facebook, YouTube, Facebook. Everyone's got two pieces of technology these days. Watch exactly. them all, watch them all. Support everyone. It's I'll fantastic. be doing that while I'm commentating. No, it's good for the men's. Hopefully they're a, me- you know, they're a medal chance. You make, th- make it through to the quarters, you win that. Who knows what happens, right? Depends on the draw. We don't know how it figures out who they play, but, uh, yeah, get through to the quarters. It'll be fantastic. Uh, on to the, the ladies. Bushy. Yeah, sad news. They did make it through. We talked last week, made it through to the quarterfinals. We're going to play Bangladesh, sat there. You and I, I could see on Facebook that both of us were watching at the same time. It was two hours of watching it rain and just fog and drizzle in Hangzhou. So it just looked terrible. Uh, so much. And you just could see it was set in and it was not going to leave. And you're just like, what a terrible way to end it. It would have been a great game. Chance of beating Bangladesh, then moving into the semifinals. But because Bangladesh was rated a higher team, Started the quarterfinals without having to play the group games. Bangladesh went through. So that was the end of the Hong Kong-China women's team run at the Asian Games. Yeah, real shame for the ladies, but they'll regroup. They do, and they've got that competition coming up. Is it late October or November? The one that we uh, got Marion Bibby to give us the that's scoop right, at right. uh, the uh, the awards. I think Uganda's involved or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure of the finalised teams, but it's going to be a great little tournament here in Hong Kong. So uh, really looking forward to that one as well. And then 
on the horizon for the men's. We touched on it in uh, in my story with Jamie early, the T20 World Cup qualifiers in Nepal starting October 30. That's going to come around very, very quickly, Bushy, and that's going to be all on the line. Yeah. Group B, UAE, Bahrain, Hong Kong, and a qualifier. I, I want to go to watch that game live. I'd love to go to Nepal. Yeah. I've got some Nepalese clothes. What was I bought some clothes in London. Yeah. Made in Nepal. They're outstanding. I, might I want wear you to them. go to Nepal and wear them. Well, Cause, I, cause I, would. I would. I would. I might big, wear them big, to the skinny next white podcast. boy. Get, yeah. yeah. Get but around in his Nepalese. Uh, beautiful clobber. Lovely. Absolutely beautiful. Made right. in Nepal. What was the dates again? Uh, starts October 30. Yeah. I, I think I've got local commentary issues. But, Commitments. Uh, yeah. B- before that, before that, we've got the All-Stars. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. You're going to be commentating that one. Well, I'm still waiting for confirmation for Cricket HQ, but okay. uh, Cricket HK. Cricket HQ. Cricket HQ. That's the scorers. Cricket HK. I think that'll be great, that All-Stars leading into the, uh, the Nepalese T20 World Cup qualifiers. Really looking forward to that one. That'll all be covered, whether Bushy's commentating or not. That's all going to be covered. Um, looking forward to that. The over-40s, they're still away. They're in Karachi. They're going well. They've had a few wins. Roy Lamson, man of the match in the first one. They've had a washout, but they beat Canada. UAE, unfortunately, got the better of them, but they're playing Pakistan uh, as well very soon. So looking forward to that. That probably game probably happens by the time we go to air. That is Sky Plaza Road for this week. We've got a lot to look forward to, Bushy. Next up, Bushy's birthday bonanza. And now it's time for Bushy's birthday bonanza. Highlight of everyone's week for the podcast. It's episode five. It's Bushy's birthday bonanza. Take us away, Bushy. Two birthdays this week only. Not a lot of birthdays early in October. First one up from Pakistan Association Cricket Club. It is Hamad Khan turning 25. Hamad Khan, happy birthday. 25 years old, a very special time of your life. And another teenager turning 18. It is Soban Muhammad from USRC. Oh, fantastic. Off his Big 57 for the Tigers last weekend. He's got a birthday coming up. Happy birthday, Soban. Yep. So, Hamad birthday is October 3rd, and Soban's birthday is October 4th. That's the birthdays this week, Botters. Oh, Bushy, sadly it is. We come to the end of episode 5, but what a great episode it has been. Probably the highlight, my story with Jamie Atkinson. Probably. What a legend. Dropped in. Not only just for the My Story interview, but he's stuck around for the rest of the podcast. He nearly took over the podcast, Jamie, and if he wants to, he can, because he's a legend we ain't. Eight for 52 podcast with Bodders, Bushy and Atkinson. That's got a ring to it. What about eight for 52 podcast with Bodders and Atkinson? Hey, easy, Tiger. Yeah, one step at a time, I suppose. Anyway, what a great weekend of cricket we've got in front of us, mate. 11 matches this weekend across a long weekend, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep, it's going to be great. I'm calling a game live from Cowling Cricket Club on the KCC YouTube page. It is the Sunday Div 1 game with the Templars and the Vagabonds. We get to see the Vagabonds in action. If you want to watch it, all you've got to do, go to YouTube, type in KCC Cricket or Cowling Cricket Club Cricket, or you'll find it. It's going to be there. It's going to be live from 10 a.m. on Sunday. It'll be there. Get on and watch it. I won't be there. I'll be up at... Um, well, actually, I might be there for part of it because the infidels are on Monday, right? So I might come down for Sunday. I might join you in a bit of co-commentary on Sunday, Bushy. Who knows? Just going to look at my other commitments, but uh, I might be there. Anyway... Always welcome into my commentary tent. I will be up there on uh, Monday for infidels versus wanderers. It won't be called... 
and commentated live, but I will be trying to get a few interviews with some of the players to include in the podcast next week. So uh, look forward to that one. So much great games. Yeah, there really is, mate. There really is. And um, yeah, one thing I was, I was looking through in the week is some of the podcast ratings, be it Apple, be it Chartable, whatever you like, with the number one cricket podcast in Hong Kong. Number one in Hong Kong for cricket. That's amazing. I mean, my news one doesn't make it into the top ten. Yet, the cricket one, number one with a bullet. We're only five episodes in. What is your news podcast, by the way? Give that a plug. Uh, Tripper Heads Talking Tea. It's a news podcast. We talk to people around Hong Kong in the news, but well, that's okay. Everyone out there, have a listen to that. But, I, I mean, I just want to thank all the listeners from Hong Kong to make us, who've made us number one as well as those around the world, from Bosnia all through Europe and those in the US. We talked about the US listeners coast to coast. If you want to, if you are listening and you want to drop a line, you can get hold of us at Instagram, you can DM the Instagram page, you can tweet at us, or you can uh, email us, email bots. Podcast 852 at iCloud.com, Bushy. Anything you want to say, it can be good, it can be bad, email us. If it's good enough or bad enough, we'll include it in the podcast. Absolutely. But thank you all, everyone out there, for your loyalty in your listenership. It's much appreciated and glad you're really enjoying it. But that is it, sadly, for Episode 5. We'll be back next week, Episode 6, and what a big outs and ins we're going to have. We're going to cover 11 matches and much, much more. Bushy, I'm going to say goodnight. Bye for now. The 8 for 52 theme song is The Coin Toss from the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The 8 for 52 podcast is edited, produced and published by Matt Botfield and Aaron Bush for Tripperhead Limited. Copyright 2023. That's that.